Hey, I'm Sarah. I'm Chloe. Welcome to Warriors, Bards, and Brews. For some people who don't like Christmas, we are doing a lot of Christmas episodes over the years. And we've been watching a lot of Christmas movies. I mean, that's been, that's been you. You want to watch the holiday things. Well, still. <laughs> we have technically been watching them together. <laughs> I can't really go that far because we're in the middle of a pandemic and I just had surgery. <laughs> uh, but of course, we had to do one about the happiest season because like, we just couldn't let that go by. No, so we've seen Happiest Season three times now. <laughs> yeah. Um, so we have a few things to say. Yeah, we watched it twice back to back in one night because we were tipsy and enthused about Kristen Stewart and Aubrey Plaza and gay things. And then <laughs> we hosted a Zoom viewing of it with other queer people. So then we watched it again. And now we're watching it <laughs> again. We watch it again. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, I mean, it's, it's, it is what it is. Like, we're going to get into it. Um, I feel like I have some slightly unpopular opinions compared to some queer people. Um, I think we both do. And I... I've got to say that the first time I watched it, I was, like, over the moon about it. I, you know, again, just because I was all, like, woo, gay, Christmas, well, hot we, people. We rarely get this stuff, so that's the thing. Yeah, and then in further viewings, I have definitely some more problems with it, but I still enjoy it overall. I yeah. went into the third viewing expecting to be like, meh, fuck this, and I still still warmed the cockles of my heart. All right. <laughs> Good use of cockles, freak. <laughs> uh, so anyway, I, I feel like everybody knows about this movie. I'm not going to do like a recap. It's Kristen Stewart, Mackenzie Davis, Victor Garber, uh, Mary Steenburgen. It's like a typical like coming out bullshit <laughs> story, um, but set around Christmas time. Mm-hmm. Um, and you clearly, there's already one of my unpopular opinions. <laughs> uh, so it's on Prime. It's on on-demand stuff. Like if you haven't seen it, you can watch it. Um, so I think we're just going to start and just start talking about it because like... Why the fuck not? Podcat is on me and smacking my hand for attention, so you might hear some purrs. Dang it, this fuck, that's loud. He's been uh, fairly sloth-like all day, and now he wants attention, of course, because of course. we're talking. Because we're talking, and not to him. Yep. Unacceptable. No, we're terrible people. And the dog is somewhere. I don't know where the dog is. The dog is... Oh, no, the dog's on a pillow. She's good. So there might be some random snorts now in the background on top of all the screaming meows. Yes, because we have, um, I think as we mentioned before, we have a pod dog. Yeah. And she's a chihuahua and she doesn't have a lot of brain cells, but she's very cute. No, what does she have now? Do want to know? Uh, she has another sock. Fuck. If you want to contribute anything to us for Christmas, buy us socks because she's eating all of them. <laughs> and masks. But we'll be over that soon. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay, here we go. So... <laughs> I do appreciate the fact that this is a very gay holiday movie. We never, we rarely, rarely get them. And it's gotten so much traction. Yeah. Um, like it's, straight people are watching this just because they want to see it. Like our, like Sarah's parents are watching this, which I don't think they're really even into that genre at all. No, they no. If it's not National Lampoon or like The Ref, they're not really into like Christmas movies or but, the Trailer Park Boys. But there's so much hype, and it's yeah. seen as such a hallmark. Haha. <laughs> 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 it's not a Hallmark movie, but um, it's been such a big thing this year. It's in year. that vein of like gross, shitty Hallmark sappy movies. We had Let It Snow and Season of Love last Let's year. Let It Snow. <laughs> <laughs> Which I actually, I really loved both of those. They were, we watched Season of Love twice and we're probably going to watch it again extremely soon. Probably tonight, actually. Probably tonight. <laughs> and uh, 
yeah, they were pretty great. I mean, definitely cheesy and fluffy and all that, but yeah. not overly dramatic in so, sort of like a centering the coming out experience sort of way. It's just pretty cute. So here's the thing, like, objectively, like, it, okay, it, Happy Season, it's not even like a happy, happy movie. It's kind of like, wow, you're all kind of shitty people. Um, and objectively, I don't think it's any better, or actually, I don't think it's better at all than A Season of Love. Like, A Season of Love was really fucking good. It's and it, really cute. It's better than this, and it got no fucking traction. Go fucking watch it. It's on Tello Films. <laughs> and, I mean, obviously the reason that this has so much traction is because it's a Clea Duval movie. It's got Kristen Stewart in it. Everybody fucking knows Kristen Stewart. Yeah. Dan Levy guest stars. Everybody loves Dan Levy these days. Yeah. And Mackenzie Davis, who we all know from San Junipero. And, and Terminator. And Terminator. And lots of, you know, other things. She's kind of in the rising star. Yeah. Um, and there's the and there's the thing you gotta watch Terminator just just for Mackenzie Davis in that tank top arms yeah. and her arms <laughs> and Linda was her face oh yeah but mostly Mackenzie Davis yes yeah. <laughs> also it's kind of fun it's, it's, it's a fun but... it's a fun it's a fun romp um, anyway so yes the movie starts out with like uh, the two of them walking down the street at like some Christmas lights tour and. Harper, Mackenzie Davis, is all like enthusiastic about Christmas, and Kristen Stewart is like, eh, I'm not that much of a Christmas person. Yeah. Abby. Should, yeah, Abby, but Case doing that hat, though, like, that's a good look. It's a gay look. This is gonna be mostly me just like talking about their outfits and how cute they all are. I mean, um, Kristen Stewart is really cute in this movie. Yeah, and I feel like, I feel kind of bad because like Twilight really soured me on her for a long time. Um, but she's actually like very talented in Personal Shopper and the Hills of. The Hills of Sils Maria? Something like that, yeah. The weird one. Um, that She was fucking fantastic in those two. She's very talented. She's very talented. She just kind of got stuck with, like, typecasting for a while, I think. Oh, she was awesome in Charlie's Angels. Yes. And she's very charming. Like, no one can deny that she's charming. In the, as a character or as a person? Because, like, I think that's a good thing that a lot Both. of queers have. Some of us have very natural charm. Yes, it's true. <laughs> <laughs> you do. I do not. I do. I did not realize this until someone I work with was like, wow, I hope I never have to, like, be on the receiving end of your charm because that's going to, like, really sway me. And I'm like, that's a weird thing to say to your coworker. That's fine. Do you, would you say I have natural charm? You do, but it's a different kind of charm. Like, I'm I'm just, like, that, like, flirty, unnecess- like, unknowingly unnecessarily flirty, whereas you are just, like... You have the dimples and the blue eyes. It's really just the dimples. And the cat is standing on the computer. Thanks, Seamus. My eyes aren't even really blue. And the blue-gray. Blue-gray, green, depending on the light. Yeah, and how cranky you are. Yeah. Anyway, so back to the movie. Um, they went for, like they were doing their walk around the neighborhood, you know, looking at all the Christmas lights. It ended up on someone's roof, and <laughs> Abby's dangling off of it because she fell. This is very much a Christmas vacation throwback, I feel like. Uh, and the lights go on in the house, and it's like... Reindeer Mrs. Claus roleplay which you know shout out to people with kinks I'm glad they're not kink shaming in this movie yeah anyway it's, <laughs> it's very funny and cute um, and I really like this whole opening sequence um, I think they're adorable in it and I kind of wish we had way more of this because at least like a good 20 minutes because this is part of why the movie suffers it's because they have all this hardship layer in the movie, and we've really only had like yep. five minutes to even see how they work together as a couple. So you just yep. have to sort of like take it on good faith that they're good for each other. Yeah, I mean, like the intro shows like going back in time, like how they moved in together and how they met and stuff, and like gifts they gave each other. But like, that's not enough to really show character growth and development in relationship. And believe me, I do root for them, and I know that I'm in the minority in that one. Yeah. But. 
they seriously could have benefited from even another five ten minutes yeah. of like initial they exposition. Could have taken, yeah, I mean, just to trade off movie timelines, take five minutes of uh, Carol Danvers and Fury in the depths of that prison, um, and give these guys five more minutes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's kind of a glaring thing about the movie. I love the high difference. Mackenzie Davis is like slouching her ass down that building trying to kiss Case Two because Case Two is, I think, is shorter than I am. We always love a height difference. I mean, we're not yeah we're tall and small. We love a tall and small, and we love a blonde and brunette. So Harper invited her to her parents' place for Christmas, and she's like, no, I need to babysit the pets or whatever the fuck it was. Yeah. Um, I also want to know, like, where does this apartment, like, it looks very fancy and expensive. That's a big bedroom. That's, like, twice the size of ours. Well, it, it kind of looks like they live somewhere in the suburbs. Not even the city. Okay, also, like, who drinks real milk these days? No one drinks real milk. Especially not lesbians. <laughs> I mean, I can't drink real milk because I will poop forever, but I do anyway, and I just suffer intense stomach pains. <laughs> We've just ordered about five pounds of cheese for a Christmas feast. Yes, we have. And it's real cheese. It's not vegan oh, cheese. Oh, I'm going to be suffering Boxing Day, but that's fine. It's worth it. <laughs> I'm just going to drink a lot of spiced rum and eat a lot of cheese, and then just hopefully I'll just pass out through all the stomach pains. There will be no Christmas sexy times for us. No, because I'm still fucking recovering from surgery. <laughs> well, that too. <laughs> Chloe made me ask my surgeon when we can have sex again. <laughs> I was very yeah, insistent. Girl. Yeah, you were, and he was very awkward about that. <laughs> it's a normal question. I feel like when you just got your boobs chopped off, that's a weird question to ask a dude. But, you know, hey. <laughs> well, I just wanted to know whether it was, like, one month, like, six months, like, rough timeline. <laughs> you needed to know if we should have no relationship temporarily. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. Anyway, back to the movie. Um, so, Abby is going to go for Christmas. And um, she's yeah. sitting with Dan Levy, whose name I think in this is John, and he's going to look after the pets that she was yeah. supposed to look after. I'm also losing it. I think I left a gentleman in my apartment and I'm tracking him. <laughs> the fact that he tracks everybody in this movie is really freaking creepy. It's super creepy and like, find my iPhone is great because like, we learned with you like, that's a thing we need to utilize because we don't want you losing on the phone. Um, but, uh, I feel like someone you hooked up with, maybe don't track them. Yeah, and then he tracks Abby later, and that's just also kind of creepy. Like, if you give him your permission to track you, yeah. I guess it's okay, but these people... It's been in, it indicates almost ostensibly like... don't. Yeah, she's like, how do you know where I am so I'm tracking you? And she's like, okay, I'm weird. Yeah, just kind of creepy. Not malicious, but creepy. It's weird. Yeah, just... Slight invasion. I want that jacket so bad. That is an amazing, like, peacoat blazery thing. Yeah, it's truly like a peacoat blazer combination, which I feel is very queer. I can wear that now. I don't have any titties. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Yes, you can. I want that jacket too. How did I not notice that the first three times? Uh, I think you're just very distracted by uh, Case Do. Probably. Like, where did she get this exact jacket? I need to know now. I need this jacket. I also want Dan Levy's jacket. I love this rant about the heteronormativity of marriage. <laughs> As I sit here with my wife, I'm like, this is hilarious. Uh, wait a minute. I mean, he's not wrong, but also no. I really like being married. It's fun. It's fun for me to say my wife. And again, I definitely don't think that all, all queer people should get married at a certain point. I don't give a shit if anybody gets married. It was just... And it was just the right thing for us to do. It was a nice thing to stand in front of the people that we cared about yeah. and make a commitment like that and have a big party. Yeah. 
And you know, the thing is, asking her dad for uh, his blessing is horrifying. And oh yeah, I don't. Like I did that. not do that. And I also put my foot down and said there'll be no giving away at our wedding because that is disgusting and I hate it. Yeah, no, can't do that. Wait to stick it to the patriarchy. Really <laughs> <laughs> Dan Levy is very much David Rose in this, and I'm okay with that because I feel like there's a lot of Dan Levy and David Rose. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. So one of my favorite things on the internet lately is people are losing their shit because they're realizing that Catherine O'Hara is Kevin's mom from Home Alone, and I'm like, wow, your mind is going to be blown when you see Best in Show mm -hmm. and, and A Mighty Wind and Beetlejuice. and Beetlejuice. I mean, I guess she was always like one of those kind of character actors until... I mean, she was on a CTV, right? Like, that was pretty big. I guess, but that's very Canadian. Yeah, that's true. Ooh, scared kids. <laughs> no one's gonna get that. Um, I, I don't get that. I didn't really it's Count Floyd. Ooh, scared kids. I didn't really watch it. So. You're missing out. We gotta get some SCTV going. I uh, know. Um, but yeah, that's one of my favorite things. All these Americans like, what? It's Kevin's mom. I'm like, yeah, it is. It's also Delia. Like, it's you catch up, guys. Do a Google. <laughs> so anyway, Harper is basically <laughs> the theme. Anyway, anyway, Harper is basically telling Abby that she has not come out to her parents, despite the fact that she previously told her that she had come out to her parents, and they are currently on the way to Harper's family's house. So yeah. that's really that's not cool, Bob. Not great, Bob. Um, <laughs> so here's the thing: my ex and I were together for I think over five years. She had come to her mom. Her mom basically said it didn't happen. That's you lying to me. Yada yada yada. Um, and then a few months after we broke up, she came out to her mom for real. Um, and then she, her mom was just like, "Oh, that's why you and Sarah were together all the time." It's like, yes, we were dating for five years. I was yeah, like, it wasn't so, a short time. No, it wasn't a short time. But I, I get the like not coming out thing. But I'm also just like. I've dated Harper, so I understand it, but at the same time, I'm just like, what the fuck? I have a lot more empathy for Harper than a lot of, like, more empathy than I do in general. <laughs> yeah, but than a lot of the queer people who have watched this. I don't think she's necessarily toxic. I think that she acts really shitty throughout most of this whole yeah. movie. I don't necessarily think she's, like, a toxic person. No. Um, and that's just my opinion, because I, you know, I've... There's so many people who... For who... You know, they have various reasons for being really scared to come out. Yeah. She definitely should have told her girlfriend before they yes. were on the way to the house that... Yeah, that's not cool. But, like, as annoyed as I was, it took, like, us breaking up with my ex to finally, like, legitimately come out. I think it was mostly, like, a financial thing. She wanted to make sure she was, like, not going to be disowned for being queer. Which is fair. Um, but I'm also just like, wow, you value money above human relationships. That's kind of <laughs> shitty. Yeah, it's pretty um, shitty. Yeah. So I understand it, but I'm also just like, yeah, like you said, tell her before you're like in the car on the highway going to the house. like, <laughs> And probably just try not to lie about it in the first place if you didn't come out to them. Just be like, yeah, I haven't done that yet. Yes. Sorry. <laughs> Um, oh, I told Rachel we would give her a shout-out on the podcast, because <laughs> um, Rachel gave us a lot of free beer. Thank you, Rachel. Um, she gave us a flat of bomber beer, um, and then comped us a few more yesterday. Some lovely 10% stout, which I'm drinking probably too quickly. <laughs> yeah, we're drinking it right now, so by the end of this movie, it could be a little more interesting. Yeah, it could be, yeah. Um, anyway, thanks, Rachel. Right. Love you. Yep, love you. Also, our tolerance is pretty high, though, so we should be fine. Yeah, because I haven't really been drinking a whole lot because of the old surgery. Mm-hmm. Anyway, Mary Steenbergen has shown up as uh, <laughs> Harper's mother. Tipper. Tipper, which is like the fuck. Oh. The whitest, like, waspy Tipper Gore. Tipper Gore. It's Al Gore's wife. Like, 
fucking most waspy name oh ever. Oh, God. Um, <laughs> that's a wasp. That's the wasp. <laughs> that's an old, old wasp. <laughs> Again, I don't know what you're referencing, but... I'm saying what I was supposed to say, but I'm saying it to, like, oh, okay. wasp. <laughs> it I'm wasn't saying... a very good job. Yeah, I don't know where. <laughs> if people listen to this, they know anything. I don't do accents, so I'm terrible at singing. <laughs> anyway, now Harper's sister Jane has turned up, and she's maybe a little bit overly affectionate, but Jane rules. Jane also looks like um, if Abby in Who from... Abby Jacobson and and uh, Sarah Paulson, Sarah Paulson had, had a baby. baby, and then like got dressed very properly. Yeah, but yeah, no, she's and, very intense, and I want like I want a movie about her. <laughs> See, every the thing everyone can agree about with this movie, d- despite the, the fact that, that it's been hugely divisive, is the fact that Jane rules. Jane rules. Jane is so fucking cool. I'm like I want to be Jane's friend. <laughs> I probably need to be her friend in small doses, but I still yeah. want to hang out with her. God, this house is just like... This is what I envision, like, a true, true, like, super upper middle class family who is just like, we've never had a day of strife in our entire existence. Why does every fucking house have that boat picture? Like, every old white, every old white person house has that boat picture. Or every young 20-something queer house has that boat picture. Maybe this is how we bridge the divide between old straight white people and young queers, with that, that one boat picture. It's like the gold boat. Everybody's going to know what it means. Yeah. <laughs> the gold boat, it's stormy, there's waves. Yeah. That boat. <laughs> yeah, so Harper's a journalist, and everybody's just like, oh, you're so brilliant and good writer, and blah, I'm so proud of you. You know what was really good? Um, the speech that you made at the And now Abby's trying to, like, jump in and be like, you are also very good at what, you're, what you do, sir, as I finger-bang your daughter. <laughs> Uh, classy. Basically, all the children have like 9,000 trophies yeah. in the room. And clearly, like, the mom has some level of emptiness syndrome, something going on, because she's not really changed the rooms at all. <laughs> when I moved out, my parents were immediately like, right, this is an exercise room. Yeah, your ter- mom turned it into, like, a, her personal wardrobe. Exactly. And a treadmill, I think, that showed up in there at one point. I was like, good. I'm, yeah. I'm not fucking using this room. Yeah, I mean, like, you don't live there anymore. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Go for it. <laughs> if I have to sleep over for some reason, I'll sleep on your couch. Oh my god, fine. that is the most, like... I know, right? I'm trying to be heterosexual, closet door, Josh Hartman. I've, where has he been? I haven't seen him in anything. Yeah, I don't know. I don't think he's been around for a while. I, did, I tried to do that for a while, but it was just, it was just so insincere. I'm just like, no. I mean, oh. I definitely had, like, the Teen Beat posters up on my wall, too. Yeah, but a lot of them look like lesbians. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> or like you know the gay ones from yeah. boy bands or whatever. <laughs> yeah, the Moffats. The Moffats. I Dave Moffat. Oh, this is great. Do you have a boyfriend, boy. Abby? No, but I have. <laughs> had many. Had many. Love you overcompensation. An appropriate amount. An appropriate she's amount. Had. <laughs> she's like me if I try to lie, which I don't do often because I have a huge guilty. Conscience. I just love he was a milkman. <laughs> yeah, you're a terrible liar. I just also don't have that much to lie about. No. I don't know. <laughs> no, you're too you're too honest. Exactly. I love that you're not gonna make two grown women share the same bed. So clearly, the concept of lesbians is like a foreign one to her. Can you do with the blonde hair? Good. Yes, I like it. It works for her. I'm not normally a huge fan of bleach blonde hair, but no. it works for her. It definitely works for her. But I mean, oh, so you're at your rooms in the basement. I had night terrors. <laughs> Put me down here so it would wake everyone up. But again, she's just hot. So like most things. 
Unless she yeah. had worked out with her. Yeah. I just know she has the cuffs rolled up, like, mid-shin, uh, mid which is, like, apparently the new signifier. I mean, we do like a cuff. <laughs> I mean, that's a different kind of podcast, I think, what you're getting at right now. <laughs> I had to be a you're gonna, you're gonna, You're gonna have fun editing this. <laughs> She's slouch. I mean, I, I'm slouching right now, so it's a thing, but... She has, the, slouches she has the queer person slouch. Yeah. Well, the queer woman slouch. Gay men are generally. They have good posture. They're going to show off their posture. Yeah. So, I mean, here's the thing there is some, there is, uh, some level of accuracy with this because, like, they cast Case 2 in it, and, like, you, you're getting authentic queerness with Case 2. And Cleo Duvall said she wrote this based on her own personal experience, which is fine. I'm not going to discredit someone's personal experience. This is perfect, Colleen. I'm not as annoyed about the fact that it's a coming out story as you are. I agree that definitely we need other stories than that. But also the fact is that this movie is getting a ton of attention. The people who need to watch this are watching it. So maybe this is like another... This is is the first of of, of the tidal wave. Like this is like the, this is the earthquake. And then the tidal wave is going to come a little while And then better things will come after it. Better, more varied... <laughs> nuanced yeah. things. Yeah, like I'm not going to discredit, like I said, Cleo Duvall's personal experience because that's not like what I'm here to do. I love that she's they brought over the extra chair, but like she's the one they weren't expecting. <laughs> <laughs> and it's like a little stool or something. Like a child's chair. <laughs> so here's the thing: I'm I'm so done with coming on stories, and I also am like so fucking over poorly lit period pieces like I don't care I don't want to see lesbians in 18 layer petticoats like touching hands across the room I want like real fucking movies with lesbians in them I'm getting to a point where I agree with you but there are several pieces of media that fit within that that are really good I'm not talking about Carol not necessarily poorly lit either Gentleman Jack's really good I said movies I've been bringing up Gentleman Jack okay The Handmaiden is very good oh Handmaiden's really good yeah Portrait of a Lady on Fire is quite good, though I don't like it as much as I like Handmaid. I saw that once, like, cool, I saw the thing, I don't give a shit anymore. <laughs> That's fair. But yeah, um, like Ammonite, for example, I am going to watch that because I want to say, see... Oh, what's the Rachel movie? Rachel and Rachel, the Disobedience? No. D- Disobedience, Disobedience, yeah. That one was fucking good. Yeah, that's not set that long ago, though. That's what I'm saying. That one was amazing. Yeah. That was the 80s. No, but I do want to see Ammonite, but it's only because I want to see Saoirse Ronan sit on Kate Winslet's face. I did not know that was part of it. Now I want to see that. That is part of it. That is a lot of people have been talking about it, which is pretty much the only reason I want to watch it, but I okay. feel like it'll I'll, be uh, worth it just for I'll, that. I'll watch it for that. Yeah. No, I was using this to be as an example of a good one. A good Carol and that as recent ones and The Handmaid as good recent movies. I mean, we've watched. I mean, we all know how many times we've watched Carol, and if you don't, it's probably upwards of fifteen times. Yeah, Carol Day is the twenty-first. In case you've forgotten, so you know, watch it. Um, I listened to our episode earlier today. It still holds up as us being ridiculous. <laughs> and I haven't listened to it since we recorded it and I edited it, so I should probably should listen, listen to, it to it again. So these two idiots are in the bathroom making out. Um, and also her, like, ex-boyfriend has been surprise invited yeah. to dinner. And now here's Riley, Aubrey Plaza, who I fucking love. I have loved Aubrey Plaza for fucking years. Like, since Scott Pilgrim, basically. <laughs> and it's another one of her exes. Yeah. So this is very awkward for Abby. Yeah. Like a queen. Please stop talking. And... Uh, 
Yeah, I've never really had a super thing for Aubrey Plaza, but she looks extremely good throughout this entire movie. Do you movie. know my obsession with Scott Pilgrim? Brie Larson oh, and Aubrey Plaza are in it. Oh, like, I'm aware. We've watched it a bunch of times because you're obsessed and, uh, with it. And what's her face? Um, fuck. Huntress. What's her name? I'll forget her name. Uh, oh. Uh, you know who I mean. Yes. Um, the one has three names. Mary something. Mary Elizabeth Winstead. Thank you. There we go. <laughs> Who was also on Passions, which I was big yes. into when I was a child. Yeah, so Riley's uh, at Johns Hopkins doing fancy doctor shit. Being all successful. Being all successful, and even though despite her lifestyle choice, is a lesbian. <laughs> um, I'm working on my PhD in art history. Over at PhD in art history, you're going to go very far and be very, very rich. <laughs> Uh, she'll be fine. <laughs> I actually, that's true. We have some friends in the States who are making fucking good money being professors. <laughs> and I mean, <laughs> she's like hot and confident and clearly smart. She'll be fine regardless. And obviously, like, you know, has a little bit of She couldn't do better because she's doing ladies. So. Yeah. <laughs> this is the one time where I'm like, I'm not going to say you can do better, you can do ladies because she is doing quite well. She is doing ladies. <laughs> yeah. I just love this. I'm gonna wear a tank top under a sweatshirt to bed. Yeah, yeah. Like, how fucking cold is it in that house? Get some heat on. And it's like it looks like it's inside out, which makes it even better. It's just like, let's let's. How many queer coded things can we put on Case Do in one go? Anyway, so Harper's come to say goodnight to <laughs> Abby, and the mom's in the doorway like, hi! And she's like, girl talk, and I'm like, scissor time! I will say the set deck on this is pretty good, because the she's in Jane's room, and Jane is a sci-fi fantasy novelist, which comes out a bit later. Um, and if you look at her bookshelf, it is a lot of, like, Terry Goodkind, Terry Patchett kind of stuff, mm-hmm. Neil Gaiman stuff. So, like, they, they did put a lot of small touches around the characters I, they just needed to develop them so much more agreed maybe there'll be like a director's cut I'd watch it I'd watch it I mean we're, we're, it's the fourth time watching this now so we're <laughs> say we wouldn't watch it again they do have nice chemistry they do and we do love a height difference I do love that Mackenzie Davis is kneeling down and she's eye level with Kay Stu who's sitting on a bed I don't understand why Mackenzie Davis has to have such a bad wig oh it's a wig yes it's oh, a wig. oh maybe she has a role I, I'm sure, but couldn't they make it look better? Like, if you, I didn't notice it the first time, but then I read about it on Twitter or something. Oh, okay. I didn't realize it was. Look at it closely next time. Okay. It doesn't look very good. See, my standard of wig is Tori Amos. <laughs> yeah. And if it doesn't look that bad, it's but probably This good. is better than the Cheeto wig, yeah. Have you managed to get a man's permission to take ownership of an adult His delivery is so good. There's one tiny thing. I do love that he is like the most supportive friend, though, I in know. a creepy way with the tracking. But he's still very supportive. Parents don't know what together. Okay, you know what? I always felt like something was off. <laughs> you can't go over a year without meeting your significant other's parents. Trust me. I mean, you can, you can, you can, <laughs> you can go for a year. It's just gonna be weird. Especially if you have to travel to those parents. Yeah. Lesbian friend for Christmas. friend. That was literally how it was with my ex. Like, why is your weird lesbian friend here all the time? <laughs> They think she's straight. They ever met a lesbian. 
I'm just like, I, nothing about this reads as heterosexual, I'm sorry. No. And we know that Kristen Stewart is not necessarily a lesbian, but she is very, very queer and does not come off as heterosexual in any... Speaking of uh, not queer, uh, not heterosexual and very queer, Elliot Page. There's a fucking one. I have been out non-binary. I was the most powerful non-binary person from Nova Scotia. <laughs> and then fucking Elliot Page comes up with a name change and a gender change. And I'm like, damn it. I just got surgery. Go remove Elias. You're in good company, though, now. I do. We can take over the province, perhaps. Exactly. Elliot Page, hit me up. We'll, uh, we'll, we'll take over the province and, and queer it all right to hell. <laughs> oh, and here... Okay, also, like, they didn't even promote that Brie Larson was in this. Like, yes. <laughs> I, I love her. I haven't historically, except for maybe Mad Men, watched much that she's been in really religiously, but I do appreciate her. Oh, I love her. her. Oh, she, oh, she was so good in Mad Men. And she's good in Glow. I didn't love what I watched of Glow, but I did love her. I did like Glow, and then I stopped watching it for whatever reason, so maybe at some point when I really feel like binging something a little bit fluffy, I could watch it again. So I feel like with these, with her, it's like very much the stereotype of like, again, like upper middle class woman, like marries a black man, possibly for diversity points, but possibly just to be like, unpiss off daddy and marry a black man. <laughs> or she did love him at some point, but they definitely are not in a good place anymore. No. No. And, um, no, and I guess they were lawyers, and then they left to do, like, artisanal baskets of reclaimed wood, whatever the fuck it is. <laughs> um, and you can tell that the mother is just like, that is bullshit. Like, you could have been important, but now you're just having your own business. Jane is like an SNL character, but done well. <laughs> I am also a hug queen, though, so I understand her impulse. You're gonna be so crazy as soon as the fucking vaccines start being released. You're just gonna be like, it's gonna be like pure debauchery from you. Yeah. It's gonna be nonsense. Yeah. If you can hug a person by April, I'm just gonna be like, you go out and just like walk around and hug people randomly. <laughs> go have fun. I'm gonna hug people for an inappropriately long time as long as they're okay with that. Yeah. Good, right? I do value consent. You, yes, you do. But also, I don't hug everybody, and I'm I'm a very big hugger, but I'm a selective hugger. You are. I appreciate this with the family kind of like being around and all the greetings and stuff, and Abby sitting off the side just trying to be like, I'm involved. Because um, yeah, I spent again spent five years like that. <laughs> Mind you, my ex's brother, two of them were kind of shitty, so I was just like, I don't really need to be that involved. I had also definitely dated someone who made me leave her house where she lived with her parents at six o'clock in the morning, um, and traveled quite a ways back home at six o'clock in the morning because she didn't want her parents to know I was there because yeah. I was just some rando friend. Yeah, but she moved to Toronto and they can keep her because that kind of asshole belongs in Toronto. <laughs> yeah, she was a nightmare, actually. I just love this the mom's dedication to Instagram. And like, we have to do the Christmas photo for Instagram tonight. Like, you do realize you can go get a Christmas photo taken at any point during the year, get it sent to you digitally, and then put it on your phone. Yeah, but she's got to be, like, on top of it because there's a campaign going. Yes, but you could have been on top of it earlier. That's true. Like I could run a better campaign. It's true. I mean, but it's a very mom thing, I think. It is, yeah. This is a car full of happy people. Making gift baskets. No. No. I love the way she says vessels. Vessels? <laughs> like, you fucking idiot. But also, I know what I'm saying is, is really ridiculous. <laughs> ridiculous. <laughs> 
I feel like having a Christmas tree, stuff like that, in the middle of a rink is, like, not the safest yeah. course a skating of action. rink. Yeah. Yeah. Like, there's so much stuff up, and yeah. I'm like... I'm just like, this is not, like... My only method of stopping when I I skate is crashing into the wall slowly, so... Yeah, I mean, you only have the use of <laughs> half of your body, so... Like, properly, anyway, so yeah. That didn't stop me when I was a child, but they always tried to give me the walker. The Again, ice, the ice, well, wa- ice useless, walker. Because you can only use one hand really well. No, 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 it did help, but do you think I wanted to use the ice oh, walker when no. I'm with my class? When I was already bullied horribly? No. no. I do love this sibling rivalry thing, though, and Abby's like, I'm pretty sure I'm this. <laughs> yeah. Also, you're not going to go that fast in figure skates, I'm sorry. The you way need... Abby is leaning against that wall is so gay. That's a gay lean. It's a gay lean. That's how I stand up half the time. Um, yeah, this is not... You're not going to get that much speed on, on figure skates. You need, you need hockey skates. Figure skates are cut differently. <laughs> okay, I wouldn't know this. Yes, they're cut differently. And but wait, but figure skaters go really fast, though. I've used... They do, but it's different. Okay. Oh, so they're not going that fast. That's what I'm saying. They could go faster if they were wearing hockey skates. Okay. <laughs> also, hockey skates. Kathleen Edwards. Good song. It's a good song. Kathleen Edwards rules. Kathleen Edwards puts a lot of hockey references in her songs, which I also appreciate. Very Canadian. Okay, I'm, I'm, I love the gay lean again here, the case is doing, but also, what are those shoes? They're very high heels. Yeah. Wow. Present. Harper, please come <laughs> <laughs> There's some serious eye fucking going on. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Case 2 looks really, 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 yeah, really. Yeah, Case 2 looks fucking great. It's this kind of like slightly femme androgynous thing that she has going on with that outfit, yeah. and I'm here for it. Oh, definitely here for it. Yeah, femme androgyny. Yeah, that's. Yeah, I. I Which I know is it's kind of an oxymoron. It is, but, yes. But it, it is, though. <laughs> There's yeah. like a lacy shirt and a blazer and a severe hairstyle and severe <laughs> style. Yeah. I here's the thing. I cannot pull off a look like that. I probably could if I really wanted to. Yes. But I would not look as good as Case Two. <laughs> you know, your your boobies are significantly larger than Case Two, so you lose a bit of the androgyny thing because yeah, it is. Which is I'm not complaining. I totally would wear that outfit though. Oh my and god, yeah. Do my makeup like that if I felt you would like look I could fucking fabulous. It. Well, now, like, when I start my fancy new job, I get paid a lot, I can buy you a nice blazer. <laughs> I did used to have a nice blazer. You did, and you looked really hot in it. But that was about... The coloring on this scene is not good, because that woman looks fully yellow, and it's like, that's weird. Matilda and Magnus, your kids are destined to be fucking supervillains. Truth be told, in a few years, we'll probably all be working. Oh, you're too kind. So this is like the big fancy donor her dad's gonna meet and like trot out the family of diversity. And it's that very fake like, oh hi, hey, oh. That's like civil faulty. Oh, I know. <laughs> please order me several drinks. <laughs> this is me at every holiday function. <laughs> Would you like some beer or some wine? Yes. <laughs> Which one? Yes. <laughs> Hello, Aubrey Plaza. Here's my thing with the Abby and Riley. Gas dire. Oh, hell yes. <laughs> the Abby and Riley thing. They do have chemistry, and I appreciate that they could be a thing, but I also really enjoy seeing like queer friendships blossom. I think that yeah. queer friendships are really important and should be given just as much weight, and I think they make really awesome friends. Here's my thing. I want to see a sequel where they have a Christmas wedding, 
and Riley is like the best friend who is like just run ragged trying to handle all their shit. <laughs> that would be fun. But also maybe Riley can also like hook up with someone really hot at the wedding. Yep. Yep. Kyler Lee, yes. I mean, I wouldn't necessarily be a pro. Brie Larson, yes. <laughs> yeah. I wouldn't really... Janelle Monae, yeah. I'm into that. Oh, Janelle. Yeah, that'd be a good one. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> I wouldn't really be opposed to a Riley and Abby thing, but I'm just like, I don't think it needs to be romantic no, 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 no. either. No, I'm definitely here for the queer friendships. So here's the thing. Again, like, as much as I'm, like, I have been shitting on this movie, I fully sympathize yeah. and understand that feeling of, like, I should be included. I wish I was, kind of, but, you know, I'm making the best of it, and I'm going to power through this with a smile. Because, like, yeah. Uh, yeah, Abby is really angelic and yeah. patient throughout this whole movie. <laughs> yeah. Like, when my ex's brother got married, I was like, we're going to Hawaii for it. And I was like, cool, I'm not going to that. And then her mom offered to pay for me, and I was like, no, because she's going to get in a bad mood Monday, and then demand I pay her back five grand for the trip. Mm. So, no, she's not doing this under the kinds of her heart. She's doing it to lord it over me. I'm not going to go to the wedding. So, don't let your, in- your in-laws manipulate you. Fortunately, my family is not like that. No, your parents are pretty cool. Your dad, honestly, his speech at the wedding was not far off. I feel like a son-in-law. I'm like, oh, I'm almost kind of like one. <laughs> You're I'm not going to use those pronouns, but you know what? Yeah, I appreciate your collection of buzzsaws. <laughs> Probably more than my actual brother does. So. I don't think your brother knows what a buzzsaw is. No, so... And I, I think certainly... I am actually more manly than your brother. Yeah, and I My certainly... beard is definitely bigger than his. <laughs> I certainly don't give a shit about his collection of tools, though I'm very happy that he's happy about it. I'm actually envious of the space he has to have that many tools. I want that fucking rocket, the ratchet set he has. There is a little bit of selfishness, like, I need a breather, oh my god, this is so stressful for me. It's like, maybe just ask how your girlfriend's doing, like, are you doing alright with all this shit that I'm forcing you to go through? See, this is what I'm saying, I think that she acts very not cool throughout most of this movie. I just do not get the sense that she is, like, literally an evil, toxic person who is setting up to burn down the world. Here's the thing, I feel like the Tumblr children heard the words toxic, abusive, whatever, and then they just, like, put those words onto everything they don't agree with. Her behavior is toxic, for sure. Yes. But I don't think that, She's like, a toxic person. She's a toxic person. We've she's not all- a good person, but she's not, like, toxic. My ex was toxic. We've all done things that are toxic or not cool. Or stupid, yeah. Yeah, just... And she happens to be... Oh, that is a terrible wig. Right? I didn't notice it the first time. Now I can see it. That's yeah. all I can see. That's going to walk off on its own. Yeah, see, like, what's going on with the bangs? Uh, that's not good. And Mackenzie Davis is cute. She deserves yeah. a better wing than that. Unless they're doing a second Terminator thing and she's in it, then that's fine. No, but she still deserves a better wig. You can get a better wig. Anyway, she's talking to the ham hock ex-boyfriend. What's his name? Trevor? Ted? Something? I don't know. What's his name? I don't know. Uh, I, don't know. I don't remember. Man, man named Linus. I don't know what it is. I know. <laughs> Case two was me with all of my ex's straight friends. Like, wow, you're still talking about stuff. And is it then, Connor? Yes. Sure. They're all... I don't know. They're all... It's weird. Did you know standing in a country club that didn't let women have their membership <laughs> until the 2000s? How do you know that? Do you know that? I'm tracking you. Stop tracking As he kills all of her fish. Not her fish, someone else's fish. I think I thought it was her fish and she had like, he was like, I'm taking care of them for you. No, I think she was supposed to be pet sitting someone's pets. Oh, and then, oh, okay, I missed that. 
other guys fishing on this very expensive fish. I could be wrong, but I feel like that was why it was such a big deal, because it's not even a her fish where he could just, like, violently apologize. I know. I'm loving these fish that I've definitely killed. If I wanted to buy the exact for myself, where do you think I would do that? What? Google it. Track the fish, maybe. Can you track the fish? Where did the fish come from? Hey. Yes. Okay. <laughs> I love the blazers. Love the, I'm here for the blazers. The collection of blazers that have in this movie. Great. You can tell Cleo Duvall was definitely involved in some of the, co- the costuming because, like, bitch loves a blazer. I need a blazer. <laughs> Potaloo has some blazers, I think. I know. I've been ogling them for Yes, weeks. and I just said to you, when I start getting paid for my very fancy new job, mm-hmm. I will buy you a blazer. Okay. I can relate. I love that, like, Twitter lesbians have finally caught on to, like, Aubrey Plaza being a thing. Like, thank you, children. We all knew this. No, but I've literally never found her remotely hot, but in this, she's all smoldering and shit. Oh, okay. No, I haven't. Okay. I think it's the, I think it's the, the delivery and, like, just the, the sarcasm and this, how she is as a person where, like, her Twitter handle is evil hag or something like that. But what I mostly knew her from is like Parks, Parks and Rec, and, Rec. and okay. she's plays a very like sullen like teenager type person. Okay, but I am fully related with April because I was like I was that person. I was this like I'm this moody, annoying. Everything sucks, but I'm sure, actually but truly <laughs> in love with like in, with my like my life and my friends and like. I will bend over backwards to do nice things for you. Sure, but as like a grown ass adult, that sort of like ooh okay. attitude probably isn't gonna like. I'm not gonna find it attractive. I maybe can relate. Yeah, okay, but. No, oh, the subtle hand touching. Oh, oh, that's gay. <laughs> Oh, black nail polish. I can paint my nails. I haven't paint my nails since before my surgery. Sometimes I just really need to find... I think I do do have it, but I need to, like, really sit with the fact that I need to have compassion for people who are, like, older and not out yet because I was out at a very young age and I was definitely privileged because I was able to do that without very much repercussion at all. Yeah. <clears throat> but not everybody is so lucky. I guess I feel less <laughs> less compassion for like very well to do people whose parents haven't like insinuated yeah. that they would have a massive problem with it. But I mean I guess in this movie she is kind of like, you know, her dad's a very public figure yeah. and she's <laughs> I love that she's they're texting from like different floors of the house and what are you doing? And she's brushing her teeth and she like takes a selfie and like flashes a peace sign. I'm like, uh yeah, that is hundred percent a queer thing. <laughs> <laughs> it's really cute. It's a very cute picture. <laughs> But no, like my, uh, I've, I've, I think I've referred to my big gay aunt prior on the podcast, um, who I, I truly adore. Um, she's a very lovely woman. She's had a rough life, um, but she's had a rough life because she's in a very small town in Cape Breton. Um, and my grandfather, technically she's his half-sister, um, but he refused to refer to him his brother and her as my half-siblings because we're all family, it doesn't matter. And when she eventually came out, he was just like, well, whatever, you and whoever you date, you're also family. Mm-hmm. Um, so there is that. She had the family support. It was just the community support was not quite there. Right. <laughs> Although when she ran into me when I was working at the summer job I had wearing a giant hemp necklace with rainbow beads on it, 
it was early 2000s it was totally acceptable to do that um, I mean I do understand because when we go to Cape Breton we get some fucking looks it's gonna be worse now um but uh but she ran to me at work and she walks up oh hey Sarah I like that necklace and I was like thank you <laughs> And after that, whenever she would run into dad, she would purposely ask, like, hey, how's Sarah doing? What's Sarah doing? What's Sarah up to now? And just, like, making sure I was okay. And I'm like, you had a way harder time here than I did, so. I appreciate everything she and her ex have done. I met her ex. She is a lovely, lovely woman. Rose. <laughs> yeah. Okay, you need to go back downstairs, Abby. Yeah, so this this whole scene of Abby being locked in a closet trying to get to her girlfriend, I'm just like, wow. A little on the nose. A little heavy-handed. A little heavy-handed. Still amusing, though. Funny, but also just, like, very heavy-handed. I also love the room with just, like, ripping around. <laughs> Random, but, like, th- those bookshelves that are, like, nooks in the wall that have, like, an almost, like, a half A-frame, like... But it just doesn't seem very ergonomical. Like, what are you going to do uh, with it's the probably, It's probably because there's a staircase above it, or there's like a load-bearing thing, and they can only cut in so far. Why can't they put it somewhere else in the room? Because then? aesthetically, you if you want to have a certain look, you have to do it that way. Okay, but it's just, what do you put on the small side? I don't know, knickknacks. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, ask your mom, what what do straight people put on small shelves? So Harper fell asleep downstairs with Abby, and they barricaded the door. So now Harper's trying to, like, get dressed. And this is clearly, like, the slapsticky part of it. And I I don't know why half the family is, like, coming down here to wake up Abby, who has been lying and saying she sleepwalks. I love the children of the corn here. <laughs> and I also love how the mom was like, oh yeah, you'll have absolute privacy. And then it's like, no, I'm just going to barge in and whenever. I like Victor Garber a lot too. I just watched the Super Girl episode of the Earth X crossover. Oh God. The Firestorm. Oh God. Oh God. <laughs> so we watched the entire thing. I, I had been watching The Flash and a bit of legend, so I knew Firestorm. And we were watching it, and I was just like, oh shit, he's gonna die. And then, I look at Chloe, no context, no understanding of any of the storylines, weeping over. Yeah, I had literally never watched an episode, like, in this world, even. <laughs> you uh, watched Supergirl. Though. I watched Supergirl, but nothing with uh, Firestorm. And suddenly, I'm sobbing. Just hysterically sobbing. And then I was like, we have to go back and watch Legends starting from season two. And Legends, as we've mentioned before on this podcast, fucking rules. Oh my god, I'm so excited. Katie Loss directed an episode already. Nice. Also, very sorry to Katie Loss on the loss of King Beasley. Yeah, puppy. He was very old. I think he wasn't, wasn't doing so well. These kids are creepy as shit. Yeah, and it's... As other people on the internet have mentioned, it is kind of unfortunate that they make the... Like, there's hardly anybody of color in this movie, and when they are, they're side characters, but it's kind of bad that they made the two little half-black children really weird. Yeah, it's like... And, like, antisocial. Yeah, and I feel like they could have... I mean, maybe it's meant to be, like, they can sense the parents' marriage at dissolving or whatever, but I'm also just like, you didn't need to, like, make the minority characters 
othered even more like you didn't need to go that far. yeah and i mean later on they take a necklace from a store and put it in abby's bag and it's like, like wow, wow you're gonna have, cool you're gonna do that mm. you're gonna have the black children be thieves yeah it's like wow well, that's that's, <laughs> that's awkward fantastic thanks yeah. for doing that great 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 i do appreciate allison brie and her fucking severe demeanor in this it's great yes all the sweaters that she wears are sweaters that I would have worn when I was, like, 15 years old yep. and, like, very straight-laced. Yep. So they have to go shopping for the what the white elephant thing. Is it the thing your aunt is super into that I hate every year? Because, like, your mom buys specific gifts for people and then gets pissy. After a few glasses of wine, when yeah. the wrong person, quote unquote, gets the gift, I think it, I don't know. It's like a, I, I know. It's like a, I think it's like a secret Santa sort of thing, like a game. But your mom will literally buy gifts with people in mind, and then get mad at the person who gets the gift if it's not meant to be the person. She won't get mad. At, she got pissed off at me when I took Stephanie's spatula that year. I don't, I don't, it's just very awkward, and, and everybody's like, "You can definitely steal." That's the whole point of the game. But then it's like, but then I feel bad, and now I'm gonna have guilt about these fucking spoons. For I two stole years. a fucking b- body shop bath kit from your dad for like not for dudes. <laughs> I mean, it can't. <laughs> It was like a woman. It was like a woman's cologne was in it. I'm not that I'm going to use that, but you know. But I was just like, I don't of, know how the nice course, smelling things. Of course, gendered products are bullshit, yes. and everyone can use them. But it like you know, when you're you're a very like cishet person, you generally take the thing that is meant for you. That's just how it goes. Yeah. Anyway, so the kid just dropped the necklace in her bag, and I'm just like, you need to not be doing that. I'm Abby. We met last night. I'm Harper friend. And they make this other, like, South Asian woman who's, like, the donor lady, like, a total bitch. Yeah, she's just like, oh, you're of no use to me. Meh. Bye. I'm gonna f- smile my fake smile. Yeah. I mean, I do appreciate that Anna Gasteyer is a white lady who is a bitch. Yeah. That's accurate. <laughs> For sure. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, it's like, if you're gonna have only a couple people sprinkled throughout the cast, yeah. at least make some of them sort of likable. Yeah. I do love the mall security guards, though. It's what's-his-face from Veep mm-hmm. and the uh, the guard from Orange. They're really funny. He is, I hated him so much on Veep for the first season. I was like, you are such a fucking prick. <laughs> this would be me if I was being interrogated by cops. Just pure, like, you guys are dumbasses. <laughs> the fuck is jacking a roost? Hawking <laughs> crank. I mean, if you're gonna be dealing crank, you're not gonna be doing it in a mall and stealing necklaces. <laughs> I'm such a goody goody. I don't even remember what crank is in terms of drugs. I know it's drugs, but I don't remember what kind of drugs. Google it and see what pops up on your Facebook ads next time. I like how the interrogation room was like a storage room. <laughs> Work. What's a cruffin? No, we stop no. keeping food in here. Croissant muffin? I'm into that. That's my guess. I, I'd be down for that. I, I bought a food processor. I'm very excited. I'm gonna make all the pesto. I didn't do it! Baby, I know. But Carolyn thinks it would just be better if you weren't at the dinner. Look, it's gonna be so... I mean, I wouldn't want to go to the dinner at this point, because clearly the family does not care about you because you're just, quote-unquote, a friend. No, but she could have stuck up for her a little bit also, more. Also, he could have just been like, "Hang out tonight after the dinner." 
Has anybody asked the children at this point? <laughs> I mean, you're not going to just randomly accuse children either. Oh, we're not? I don't know. I, I mean, I would. <laughs> so Abby is banned from the dinner, so she's out, like, doing her own thing. Looking like she's wearing, like, army boots. And rolled up black pants. And she's maybe a... looking at the movie theater signs as a wonderful life. I'm like, is it though? Almost in tears. Almost in tears. Oh, and look who it is. Oh, it's Riley. And look how she also, also has dressed. Look how she is also dressed with, you know, stabbing the eye heels, though. But with the rolled jeans. Jewel jeans. Blazer. Blazery type scarf. thing. Yep. I also want that jacket the case is wearing. Yep. That is the thing that your aunt is very obsessed with white elephant. That's, that's her deal. I mean, let her have her joy. I'm not saying she can't. I'm just saying she gets weirdly aggressive with it, and I'm not <laughs> sad we're missing it this year. I know. I'm not a thing where I stick my finger in my eye. I do appreciate the, the, the sarcasm of like, oh, I'm going to do a thing that's going to piss you off if you're a doctor. Contact stupiditis. <laughs> Kristen's so pretty. So long as Liza. Yeah. Uh, maybe we like to drink some alcohol. <laughs> One human alcohol, please. Do you know what I can do? Yes. <laughs> I feel like Riley would be me if I had stayed at home, where I just, like, just came out and was just like, fuck it, I am going to be the gayest thing ever. Also, I love that this is Ben. <laughs> ben Delacreme. Ben Delacreme. I've always liked Ben. I've always liked Ben. Ben is always very fun. Ben and Vicky, even though Vicky wasn't on Drag Race, Vicky is still one of my favorite queens of all time. We saw Vicky on a bus. <laughs> I thought Vicky, Vicky Vox was on Drag Race. No. Oh. No. But then why was Vicky on the... Because Detox and Willem are her friend. And they oh. did... Yeah, that was the thing. It was DWV. Oh, okay. Then they did a show with celebrities the day before we saw them on the bus. <laughs> I told Vicky that, and she was like, Oh, honey, I'm so glad I wasn't an ass to you, because I probably could have been. <laughs> I was like, you were a fucking delight. Everybody's fucking grumpy at 6 o'clock in the Especially morning. Especially when you were partying all night, yeah. and you were probably still on poppers. <laughs> <laughs> So oh, yeah. Riley takes her to a, a, a drag bar. It's not subtle. It's not subtle, but it's nice. It's like anyway, Abby is mentioning that um, Riley is probably correct in her assumption that Abby yeah. is a gay. Yeah. This is another part where I'm just like Harper's not toxic. She's just a bad person because she denied the relationship. I don't even in a think terrible she, way. I don't even think she's a bad person. She's a tr- troubled person who's had some bad actions. Yeah. No, I think Harper's yeah. not, a, not a great person. She lied to her girlfriend, didn't go, and then she's probably not like the best person. I'm not saying she's like Hitler. I'm just saying. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but nobody knew that, obviously. And so what Riley's saying is like they were they would leave love letters and. It was found out, it was a big thing, and Harper denied it. Yeah. Which, shitty. Which is, like, fully gay panic. Oh, yeah. This is why I didn't come out in high school. I'm sorry. 
<laughs> I mean, I was a dumbass who didn't entirely realize that I was gay in high school. Oh, I definitely knew. I just tried to pretend I wasn't. I had inklings. I also was definitely not... I was 100% gender non-conforming in high school and didn't understand the terms for that. And whenever I wore anything remotely feminine, I wanted to kill myself. And when I did, people make a big deal out of it, which made me want to kill myself even more. Mm-hmm. <laughs> this place reminds me of 1181. A little bit, yeah. Long, narrow bar. I love Ben. <laughs> The wigs are always on point. Oh, yeah. Also, that dress has Christmas balls on it. I love it. I miss going to holiday drag shows. I miss drag shows. I just miss drag shows. I miss being in a disgusting, gross bar downtown. Just horribly drunk and sweaty. With and screaming. And just screaming and having people just, like, doing lines off toilet seats in the bathroom. <laughs> I was like, yes, I must be Santa. It's, uh, yeah, it's not like we were doing that very often anyway recently, but, you know, once in a while when we would, it was still fucking great, and we don't really have that option right no. now. It Although, uh, it's my friend's birthday. Happy birthday, Nat. Um, I'm very sorry I couldn't attend your distance dance party this morning because I shouldn't be dancing right now. Um, but we were texting, and we were both just like, the second we get the go-ahead to do anything social, it's going to be just like a parade of hugs and karaoke. I'm like, it's going to be full-on debauchery for a while. Oh my god, we're going to go to the sweatiest dance, gay dance party. Oh my god, I'm going to make it with somebody who's not you. It's going to happen. <laughs> and so are you. It's totally fine. At this point, I feel like, eh, as long as it's just that, that's fine. Yeah. At this point, I'm like, I will make it with somebody. I just, just to experience life. Like, we are very monogamous. Not going to change. But I'm just like, if you want to make out with some, here's the thing, if, if some of your friends are around and you want to make out with them, you have my blessing, go for it. <laughs> and if some of my friends happen to be around and I can make out with them, also I want your blessing to do that. <laughs> I don't know who that would be, but. <laughs> so they left the gay bar, which seems like a terrible idea, and now Abby is at a straight bar. With Harper and her very straight friends, and it's literally fucking called Freddy's, which again, a little on the nose. A little on the nose. A little heavy-handed. We've all been to this bar, though. Every town has this bar. Any, every Actually, town, every town, we have three of them. Every town <laughs> has, like, multiple of these, multiples of these bars. What do we have? We have Daniel's, we have the Capri, we have the Black Diamond. No, no, I... We have sm- well, Smooth Hermans when that was a I thing. I mean, you can find a million of these bars in Vancouver. Uh, just, I think the Roxy takes the cake, though. Oh, God. Yeah. Not Roxy Burger. The Roxy. Yeah. A Roxy Burger itself is, that is pretty... disgusting. <laughs> no. I'm just thinking, like, the one time we went there with our gay friend, and I'm like, I'm never coming here again. Um, yeah, the one time we went to the Roxy Burger, which is the restaurant attached to the Roxy, which is a really tacky club, we got set... Somehow, with a very drunk magician man... He kept coming onto our table. Yeah, who came to our table and basically insisted that we really just needed a good hammering and to uh, realize how we needed a man. Yeah, but the one, like, honestly, I will... I, we've lost touch with Russ, unfortunately, but thankfully Russ was there with us, and he was not really, like... Russ wasn't, like, a really, like, flamey gay. Yes, um, he is. He, he could be straight passing when he needed to be, 
But he said to this guy, oh, honey, if you want to hammer something, hammer me. <laughs> and that dude ran away. So uh, Abby has gone home because straight people, don't blame you. Um, and Harper and straight man have closed the bar down. They're very drunk, and they're going to have a very awkward conversation where he's like, was there someone else? And she's like, no, but doesn't offer any explanation as to why she actually left him. Yeah. At least with a, with a, a dude I was friends with in university. He was like, is there a reason you didn't go out with me? And I was like, yeah, it's not that I don't like you as a, as a person or a friend. Like, you're, you're, I, I quite enjoy our, our hangouts. And he's like, why? And I was like, I'm very gay, dude. He was like, oh, the Tori no, Amos should have been a clue. I was like, yes, it should have been. No. No, I mean, I... Okay, so her excuse of the long distance was too hard. He looks a bit like um, Nate from Six Feet Under. A little bit. I just realized how upsetting his hair is. His hair is not... I don't like any of that. Why is it going in so many ah, different geez, directions? It's birch broom and a fist. <laughs> There's a Cape Breton phrase for y'all. Oh, merciful Jesus, it looks like a birch broom and a fist. It wasn't... Yeah, it's a lie. I saw the most fucking hilarious thing on TikTok. Um, what is your favorite of the seven seas? The pussy. Oh, Jesus. It's like, that is terrible and I love it. So yeah, Abby is like fully kind of on her own now because Harper was out with Mr. Straight Man and now they have like an awkward conversation and like that passive aggressive like, I want to make sure you're okay because you weren't answering me. I mean, I do kind of understand where Harper is coming from in this one instance yeah. because it's like, okay, well, she's seeing her friends after a really long time and she happened to be out late. Like, oh well. Yeah. Suffocating. I'm suffocating you or no I just I feel really suffocated in the closet you shoved me back into I mean fair fair yeah we were practically already here and you just yeah you agreed to it because you were stuck in a car on a highway like yeah that's the thing she takes away her choice right like <laughs> yeah the snort with the dog <laughs> and we're not just making we're not, we're not, I mean I do that occasionally but that, that snort was definitely a chihuahua snort <laughs> She's the snortiest dog I've ever seen that's not, uh, like a pug or something, like a flat-faced dog. Yeah, she snorts a lot. The pearls, the pearls are a lot. The pearls in the card again. I'm like, aren't they Jackie-o? <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much any time they put a woman in an outfit like it's that, it's like is. to demonstrate something, to like demonstrate how uptight they are. <laughs> I mean, it is something to be said for The Simpsons to have Lisa and Marge in, like, imitation pearls. Mm. This family that is supposed to be, like, the, you know, this everyday kind of generic American family. I never thought about that. Though I did wear pearls technically for a wedding. It's true, but, but it, it wasn't, wasn't like a no, it wasn't a string of pearls, it was... It wasn't like a string of No, it was a fucking handcraft. <laughs> it was like freshwater pearls, which are a lot cheaper, and like... Yeah. Like a double-stranded thing yeah. with, like, other stuff. <laughs> yeah. It was very nice, actually. What is going on? Well, let's see. I was harassed by mall security. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a criminal. After spending her entire night with until 2 o'clock in the morning... It is Connor. Yeah, there we go. Oh. 
I wanted to get out of here, but it would cost me like a thousand dollars to get a ride, and this is why I avoid Christmas. It brings out the worst in everything. You see? I, I know this isn't about me, I just feel crazy, like... Yeah, Christmas sucks. Do I, it's, do I stick it out? I'm and kind of of two minds because I actually do like the like family know. time at Christmas, but I also feel exasperated by it at the what same time, and I really don't like the pressure uh, of presents and all no. that. Uh, I, I'm gonna, I'm gonna need to give this a think. <laughs> like he's like trying to buy the new fish. <laughs> he's like, I'm trying to deal with a lot of things right now. I feel, I feel for her though. Oh, massively. I actually think this is the kind of, like, although, hey, you know, I said um, that Kristen's actually pretty good, I think this is, like, the most natural she's been in most things we've watched her in, I, which this, is interesting. This is, why, this is why I like her in this, is because she is, it seems like she's more... Oh, God. Okay. Um, hi, Seamus. In, like, Personal Shopper and the Hills of whatever the fuck it is, I can't pronounce it, um, she is, it's still very much like this is... A case to being an actress. Mm-hmm. With this, this is the most, like, natural and, like, non... She's very stiff sometimes. She's very stiff, but with this, I think it's more... She's a little bit free. But it, honestly, it could just be, that, like, she's... I think she is actually friends with Cleetable. So it could just be, like, I'm working with my friend. This oh, is fine. Maybe. And now Harper's buying fancy-ass wine, and she deceives her current girlfriend like buy with her ex. <laughs> <laughs> And it's like, you know what? You did that. <laughs> yeah, that's what you're fucking doing. <laughs> and Jane just drops a whole ass box. That's 12 wine bottles. And 12 wine bottles. And y'all know they were cheap. <laughs> Which is something I would do. <laughs> yeah, I mean, this is why you don't care a lot of shit. No, I don't care things. Hey, everyone, please calm down. We are getting this photo as soon as... I would rather a burn party than this. Sure this oh, yeah. It's the only time. Hi, Abby. Oh, where should I put this white elephant here? I don't know, in the oven. Jesus, Abby, what do you think it does under the damn tree? <laughs> <laughs> you can go back yourself, you wasp. <laughs> it's true, but at least she immediately apologizes. <laughs> yes, but still. I know. I'm getting a flurry of texts from Rachel right now about her opinions on this movie, so that's fine. <laughs> Like, if I'm a Christmas bro to kleptomaniac, have you taken it? I just want to know it's safe. <laughs> I just want to know it's safe. Well, I'm just having flashbacks to, like, holidays with my ex, and I'm like, mmm, don't like this. <laughs> like, why the fuck would she take a Christmas brooch? <laughs> yeah, are you Carol? 2015? Who's <laughs> gonna put it in your hat? Though, mind you, true kleptomaniacs do steal shit just because they feel a compulsion rather than actually wanting to This is true. I think we know one. I would never. You don't have to explain. Let's just avoid any further. And Victor Grabber looks a bit like my ex's dad, so this is like bringing up some shit. Oh, really? A little bit. A little bit. That sweater-tie combo. I'm just like, mmm, don't like that. This is my masterpiece. Jane has done, clearly, a very large portrait of something for her white elephant gift. And is wearing the most amazing sparkly skirt. Even though her mother very clearly asked her not to wear anything that strobes. That was for the first one. <laughs> well, no, now they've got to get the extra picture, right? Yes, so. true. What'd you do today? I just went and got a white elephant gift. Oh. In town? Yeah. How'd you get there? Has Jane arrived yet? Yeah, Jane's in Ted's office with me. 
I kind of know. I'm annoyed how Jane is like relegated to like the weird kid who knows tech. No, I know. Oh my god. <laughs> ah. Oh, this is this is how craft beer dudes talk about beer subscription packs. <laughs> it's true. And meanwhile, I'm just distracted by Kristen Stewart's outfit. Yep. <laughs> Which is a blazer with a cleavage situation yeah. and a little like tie thing, but an untied tie. Yeah. What do you call that? Ah, uh, uh, that's a bow tie. It's not tied. I think I'm it's not, bow tie. I'm not fashionable. I don't know. Oh, the children shouldn't sing. This is. I think it's. A, I think it's. I don't know what it is. I don't know anymore. It's like a ribbon. <laughs> like a ribbon tie thing that's not tied and accentuates her cleavage. Oh, it's a spiced. It's a what? Alcohol. <laughs> <laughs> spiced alcohol. Yes. Look. <laughs> I do love how she is just like a, a, a novelist who is doing some like weird ass like world building, and I'm like, you know what? I'm here for it. Well, that's what she says in that um, scene around the table when Kristen Stewart's in the little chair. She says that she's yeah. not published her novel yet because she's had to do intense world building, which is fine. You know, what? I appreciate a good world building, but it's just something this movie didn't fucking do. <laughs> like so bad for them that you know that I eventually just get Rachel is on team. Abby and Riley. <laughs> well, and fully, like, it's, I get it, but I'm also just like, I want queer friendships, but also if they were to have sex, I'm not going to complain. Um, yeah, I would not complain at all. No. And also show that directly um, on the screen, please. So we might do a follow-up episode to this with our friend, because apparently Rachel has a bit in stew. <laughs> I mean, I, I, that's, a th- that's a thing I fully get, like, who is the real Harper? Like, mm, without revealing too much about, like, past stuff, like, my ex was out, and was like, oh, I'm, yeah, I'm out, but, like, my, my family doesn't, like, you know, they're not, like, cool with it, I'm gonna be fine. And, like, we probably should have had more of a conversation than we did before we started dating. And I fucking moved across the country. <laughs> probably, yes. Um, <clears throat> anyway. And then you moved back, and then you moved across the country again for me. Yeah, but I should have been to Vancouver anyway. Yeah, it's true. You anyway, just so here, but <laughs> I, took, I took like the long route to get here. Anyway, so John is here. <laughs> yeah, John, the ex-boyfriend who is clearly heterosexual. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> like he's doing the mask voice. <laughs> he's come here to get her back. My voice is deeper than his. <laughs> <laughs> the heterosexual ex-boyfriend. I nailed that, and she is fabulous. I nailed that, and she is fabulous. The phone call earlier was a cry for help. I'm here to rescue you. Please get your thing. <laughs> he does try to be supportive. Yeah. I mean, I guess he's handsome. I don't. I don't get it. I don't. I don't see I that. I think Daniel Levy is much more handsome. <laughs> Oh, Dan, that'd be super cute. Yeah. <laughs> it's over. Done. I mean, that's a very anticlimactic breakup. Everybody, please take your seats. We're ready to begin White Elephant. Oh, my God. Hey, can we just talk for a second? Merry Christmas. Enjoy your family and enjoy Connor. What? No, I... A 
feel like the thing of Connor was a little bit like, you didn't need, like, clearly, like, she's not gonna date him. Yeah. This is just like the panic of a woman who's like with her family in closeted. Everyone's emotions are just very heightened. Yeah, and I, I understand this because, like, this is what got me the most. I'm like, I'm not hiding you, hiding me. But by hiding yourself, you're hiding your partner. Yeah. I still have massive em- empathy for her, though. I do. I totally do. I dated a Harper. It sucked. Uh, <laughs> more abusive than Harper, but, you know. Um, more abusive than Harper. <laughs> yeah. Again, another podcast. But I, but I understand. I don't fully sympathize, but I understand. Mm-hmm. And this is the thing, like... Yes, I fully feel that fear of losing your family. I get it. Like, that is the fear of coming out. Like, but at a certain point, you have to realize that, like, blood family isn't necessarily the family you're always going to have. You're going to have family at other points in your life that you you choose. I agree, to a certain extent. Obviously, I'm totally, like, queer chosen family is such a thing for me. A queer chosen family is a thing, I think, for... It's like ninety percent of us. But to lose my my parents would be crushing for me. Sorry. Yes. Uh, yeah, to lose my parents would have been bad. Like, thankfully, I was not a straight child, so they were just like kind of assumed. Um, yeah. <laughs> but I would I do fully understand that that concern, which is why it took me a long time to come out. I was just like, mm, it's it's scary. But what age did you come out again? Officially? Mm. Uh, 18. That's not a long time. I mean, no, probably not. <laughs> it's not. That's fairly young. That was just, it's the same age I came out. Oh, I, I assumed it was quite old based on the interwebs. No, keep in mind we both came out like you know, same, yeah. a while ago, just right? So true. I'm not old. <laughs> no, we're both old, but the fact is that like society in general wasn't so... Uh, well, no, accepting. it wasn't accepting, but also there was that, there was a thing on the message board, I'm just going to pause this real quick because this seems hilarious, discuss the whole coming out process. We were both on a message board when we were, I was in my teens, early 20s to late 20s, honestly, where I met you. Mm-hmm. And there were certain people, one of whom some of us are not entirely convinced it wasn't, Milo Linopoulos. Yeah. <laughs> who was essentially like, you have to come out. Or you are a traitor to the gay community. Like you need to, you need to be out and be, be proud. And I was like, cool. But I live in the armpit of Canada, where this is a problem. And my friend Joe, who was a very flamboyant black gay man, was constantly threatened and dangled off a bridge, called the N word. Yeah. And said, "My granddaddy killed you people." Yeah. See, it's not like I was just like, this is not a safe area for me to like really let the freak flag fly and be out there so I, I fully get the whole like let's not be out thing no I do too and like obviously I feel like if you are like in a situation where it's safe for you to do so like you should try to come out but, mm. but I totally understand that it's not safe for a lot of people for no. so many different reasons Yeah, and 
like, like my, I can't be angry at people for that. No, and like my ex was fully doing it because like she was, I think, essentially concerned she was going to lose daddy's money. Which is, I'm sorry, that is not a good reason. No, because her siblings all got like, at the time, enough to pay for a down payment for a house that would not, their mortgage wouldn't exceed their current rent payments. And it's not like she wasn't capable of working and making her own money. No, because she made um, my yearly salary that I make now in a summer. Exactly. So, <laughs> fuck that. That's not a yeah, good excuse. So, anyway. That's not like another podcast. Let's discuss Sarah's drama with her ex. Uh, yeah. But I understand the thing of not coming up, but I understand, like, if you don't... Like, if you're doing it for, like, bullshit reasons, like, I will lose money. Like, oh, uh, I have... No, I don't know if I agree with that. And at least Harper's is is not coming out because she, like, obviously her parents, like, you have to win their love and she doesn't want to fuck yeah. over her dad's campaign for, you know, he's yeah. in some sort of government. He's hoping to be mayor. Like, mayor. Well, the whole thing is, like, it's very clear to the parents, like, you need to prove to us that we should love you. Yeah. Which so is why Jane's like the weird kid. We're like, we just put up with her because she's going to fucking do something at some point, I hope. Right, but there's legit reasons that don't have to do with, like, being selfish yeah. And so that's why I have empathy. It's not even yeah. about selfishness here. No, yeah, that's that's what it, yeah. Anyway. <laughs> we could do an entire episode about, like, just the coming out process and how it never stops. Yeah. And how it's bullshit, but. Yeah. <laughs> also, the way I, I pause this is actually really funny. <laughs> the combined facial expressions are beautiful. This is fantastic. They, if... they just found Sloane's husband. In I the closet. I kind of feel like I should let her. You should get a screen cap of this so we can put this on the social media because this is fucking hilarious. There we go. There we go. Um, again, closet in the closet, hidden all the stuff, things going on behind the scenes. Yeah, so we've just found out that um, Sloane's husband is having an affair with the donor lady who's a bitch. The donor wrangler who is kind of shitty. Yeah. And Sloane knew about it. Yep. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, that's, that's good math. <laughs> <laughs> like so nice. And now John is fondling <laughs> Connor's, Connor's biceps. Muscles. That's good math. Yeah. That's me when I'm just like, yes, you have a nice arm. I don't know what the terms are. <laughs> and now the sisters are all wrestling. Like, possibly <laughs> someone is being strangled by a wreath. <laughs> I mean, who hasn't wanted to kill a family member via wreath? I like how they're both like, what do we do? Hilariously, the two who were like, oh gosh, literally and figuratively in the closet are the ones who were like watching the fight, like, I don't know how to handle this. <laughs> what, what is this? It's a painting of Main Street. Painting of Main Street. Jane's, it's not a bad painting. Jane's painting is actually really it's nice. nice. <laughs> John, I love that. What is going on? Yeah, what is going on? Harper, do you want to tell them or should I? Don't. Why? Stuck at timing? Stop that, that's it, Sent. Come on, guys, just come down. Shut up, Jane! Don't. Do this song. All of this because you're scared to not be the favorite. Pathetic. So making a scene. I am. You think she's so innocent? All of this is happening because Harper is. <laughs> <laughs> I 
myself just throwing a bouquet at her. Actually, it's not because Harper is a lesbian. It's because... No. You want to tell people that Harper is a lesbian. It's because you want to out your sister, you fucking twat. I like how you people are just like, ooh, that's a cool move. Yeah. And I do wonder how many of the reactions are meant to be like... Oh, here we go. <laughs> meant to be shocked at what she said or shocked that she's a lesbian. Um, and also, like, the full-on denial of I'm not a lesbian. I'm like, you know what? Fuck you. I mean, yeah. that would be the cue for me to be like, no. And this is why I fully understand the people who are like, yeah, Abby and Riley should be a thing. I totally understand, for sure. Because that, for me, would have been the breaking point. Yeah. And, and Riley being like, hmm, things don't change, clearly. The rustling noise you hear in the background <laughs> that we will not be able to edit out is our dumbass dog having a final brain cell moment <laughs> and ripping around in her bed. Yeah, she likes to dig in her bed for no reason. <laughs> she brings us a lot of joy. And she brings us a lot of joy and a lot of frustration. <laughs> Anyway, so Jane put a thousand hours in this painting, and I guess this kind of shows again like the family is like fully discounted Jane as like a normal person and like a part of the family. It's just like we can just Jane is something. And guess what? I love Maybe you all don't because I'm not fancy. I like you because you're not fancy. She's like a functional Gale from Boss Burgers. Yeah, I reference Gale a lot. The children are strange, and I feel really just like you did not need to cast black children to make them extra weird. No. Also, I really like that blazer. It's like, like textured almost. It's a whole other blazer. She has so many blazers. I am so jealous of her wardrobe. Yeah. So we're getting, again, like if we had this development, this would have been good. But we're getting some backstory that Abby's parents died. Well, we knew they did. Though. Yeah, we're gonna like a bit we more. Didn't, we didn't know that they loved Christmas, and that's why she's so uppity about Christmas. Yeah. I mean, I hate Christmas for various reasons. Mm-hmm. Um, and to have somewhat resentful feelings towards certain people in my family because Christmas. Another podcast. Um, so I get this totally. But again, like I wish they had kind of like got into this a bit mm-hmm. prior to like the last twenty minutes. Loves me as much as I thought she did. Hey. Harper not coming out to her parents has nothing to do with you. How could it not? I mean, it's a fair question. Your parents said when you told them you were gay. It's true, but I do appreciate also that at this point, John is like, okay, you know what, I'm going to take a step back from being snarky and like try to look at the big picture here. My dad kicked me out of the house and didn't talk to me for 13 years after I told him. Everybody's story different. That's true. Everybody's story and everybody's process is different. Mm -hmm. And my version and everything in between. And like my mom was super quote unquote chill until she wasn't. Well, my mom told me this last year that she thought I was doing it for attention, so. You did not fucking tell me that. Oh, Deb and I are going to throw hands next time I see her. No. She got over it quickly. My mom was very much like, I'm totally fine, but for the love of Jesus, do not say a word to anybody because I'm concerned for your safety. Which, which well, fully, no, mine did too. Which fully translated to, I am concerned for my reputation in the community. 
because she did not know any gays besides my aunt. Well, she probably did also care for your safety. I wasn't even living at home at the time. That was, But that was bullshit, though. But this is a long time ago. It was a lot But this is the thing. Than... She was like, don't tell your friends to live at home because you're not safe. I'm like, I don't live at home anymore, Ma. Like, mm-hmm. this is not a fucking concern. <laughs> this shit's tough. It sucks. It's fucking. It's fucking shit. But I will say, there's been a, a 180, and now Ma is a full on like. If B flag was a thing, Cape Breton, she'd be on the board. And so is my mother. So, <laughs> Mona sent me a very large box of triggery things, um, and tartan face masks. I I would love. I just I did actually just texted this to Rachel. I would love to have a sequel where there's a movie of either. Abby and Riley getting married, and Harper is full on just like, you have my blessing, go for it. This is better than what I could have given you. Or they've worked up their shit, and Riley is like their very frazzled friend who was trying to keep everything going completely fucking sideways because dramatic lesbians can't handle their shit. I'm good with either, honestly. I would like the first one, but I'm happy with both. Now the dog is eating the bag of food. Thank you. Uh, I've, we apologize for Podcat screaming all the time, um, but now we have Pod Dog. This is worse. This is so much worse. It's hard to be professional when you have two pets and you live in a 500 square foot yeah. apartment. I mean, so we're we not apologize. professional. We're no. totally at this time. We're going to pause this for a second. Deals. <laughs> <laughs> We're gonna pause real quick while Chloe deals with that. Making a lies. Yeah, can we the sequel where it's like Jane and then like a wedding, either Harper and Abby or Abby and Riley? <laughs> I want like the more progressive sequel. Yeah. So who wasn't lying? I'm gay. About time. Yeah, I mean, it's fucking not long enough. And I am. In love with Abby. Again, I understand. I, I don't say I agree with it. I know Because that is my my ex's family. Like mm-hmm. you need to be of a certain kind of person. Mm-hmm. But I let myself hurt Riley. You did. You really hurt Riley because you're. But because I was so scared that you would find out I wasn't. I mean, she does own up to all her shit. She does. She does. But also just like the fact that so many of us are like literally harming ourselves for parental acceptance. It's just like, oh, it's brutal. If you are going to have kids, you should have kids and just accept them, love them, regardless of how they come come out to be as a person, like gay, trans, straight, whatever. Unless you're a serial killer. Unless you're a serial killer, then, you know, don't. Like, rapist, whatever. If you're going to, like, kill children, like, you don't need to love that child because that child's a terrible person. (laughs) Like, if your kid's just gay, like, you're going to have, like, really nice, thoughtful gifts forever. (laughs) And, like, probably a really good cook. So just fucking accept them. I mean, or at the I, very least, you might have like a very good athlete. Yeah. <laughs> who will like bring fame to your family by being like an Olympic like weightlifter or something. Eric and I are getting a divorce. And I okay here okay. Mm, 
I don't know if I love the like we're getting divorced, which is like worse than her being gay. I'm like, do you need to like do like the the pain Olympics here? Can she just do this later? <laughs> like, yeah, just let your parents absorb this other thing first. <laughs> like we have a gay child, and this is her girlfriend who may or may not be kleptomaniac. But again, I do have empathy though about the fact that she's like. I kept this close to herself for a long time, and she's yeah. dying to tell the truth. I don't have any secrets, but I'm an ally. <laughs> Jane, the true hero Jane, of this Jane, movie. Jane's going to save this movie. I do take issue with this like self-proclaimed allyship thing, because I'm just like, you, as a straight person, do not get to say you're an ally unless we tell you you are one. Sure, but she definitely is, though. She is, yes. I did it. I did it. You, did, you want a fucking cookie? I'm sorry. I can understand that entirely. I mean, I don't. Le- I don't hate that they ultimately end up together, but I do appreciate that she lets her know how serious what she's done is. I kind of wish I had done that because I may have saved myself a fair bit of strife mm. and pain, like literal, actual yeah. physical pain. We all have regrets, though. <laughs> looking back. I'm probably going to save myself, like, I don't know, seven years of therapy. Yeah. So what are your thoughts on, like, the coming out story and then all of these straight people, like, making this about them? Like, I want to try karate. It's like, cool. Like, this is not equate with queerness coming out, like, in any capacity. I hadn't thought about that one, actually. Well, it's a thing. It's like... You have to be straight to be perfect, so clearly we have, like, a flaw in the family, so now we can show all of our flaws. I want to be in karate, and, like, I hate flowers, and I'm getting divorced. I don't even, I don't necessarily see it that way, though. I don't think that she's saying all these things are flaws. I'm thinking she's just saying, like... No, but it took a seeming flaw in the family to make them all say, like, their true selves. That's true. <laughs> Give me Jane's backstory. Yeah, it's... I don't know, it's very complicated, but I'm mostly just grateful that they at least come around at the end. That's true. But I do see what you're saying. It's it's a little I don't I don't love it. I don't love that they're equating something as important as coming out with like I want to take karate lessons. It's like true. on one hand like you're you're minimalizing it to be like it's not that big of a deal. But I just know but at the same re- time it's like yeah. Yeah. I just know in reality propriety is such a thing for cishet people. Oh, so often, mm, I know, I know, and it, and know. it is, and it is, and it's. It, it, there's some personal responsibility there, but it's also very much a societal thing. So it's like, yeah, okay, yeah, it's true. <laughs> I can't even deny that I have done the exact same thing he is doing in corner stores, and it's like I'm not going to buy this because I can't pronounce half of these ingredients, <laughs> and this is probably going to kill me in my sleep. Normally I do anyway, though, because I'm like, mm, it's probably tasty and salty. No, you look at the calories. <laughs> no, if I'm buying a snack, I do not. Okay. <laughs> I really want his coat. That is a very nice coat. I still mostly want Kristen's. If I ever grow my hair out, I'm going to grow it out like Dan Levy's. Like, I feel like I could pull that off. I don't know. Really? I feel like I could. Like, we both have very thick hair. And my eyebrows, when I don't maintain them, look like his. How did you even attract you? Don't tell me. Attract you, John taught me. Creepy. Creepy. 
I mean, I track your phone because you do lose it sometimes. <laughs> Which is useless when we're in the apartment and it's like under the couch. <laughs> I mean, you probably should. I will make it up to you. I will spend the rest of my life making it up to you. And I won't hurt you like this again. That's a false promise. But maybe it's not. Here's the thing. (laughs) I don't know. I I feel like I'm just, like, very (laughs) authentic. I'm just... I don't know. I just want to think the best of people within reason. (laughs) I'm gonna, I'm gonna find a therapist who wants to do a podcast with me, because that's gonna be amazing. (laughs) I think that's what it comes down to. I want to see the best in people when within reason. Like obviously, again, like which is totally fair. It's not like I'm gonna be like, oh yeah, Hitler. Like you know. (laughs) But this is this is the very inherent difference in us. I clearly because of past trauma I'm like nah you're fucking lying you're a fucking liar but I have this past trauma too but I still but I'm just like this is fucking bullshit and you're gonna fucking hurt each other at some point I don't know <laughs> but this is why our dynamic works <laughs> so the last scene when they show the house in the snow is very reminiscent of Home Alone when the family comes home and it's a happy ending we gotta watch that again. Hold on? Yeah. We can watch it fucking tonight. Um, I wanna watch Season of Love. Oh my god, it's like 7 o'clock. I can watch <laughs> Home Alone and Season of Love. We started this very early with the 10% beer. I'm good to go. Um, so yeah, the kids admit to putting the necklace in his bag. Thank um, you. I feel like there should be like a slightly more punishment for the children to be like, we framed you for a crime. But also, like, maybe don't because they're black children. I mean, the whole thing is just weird. Sunk almost all of our savings. Don't go into politics because you're going to be fucking bankrupt if you lose. Because I thought. Why couldn't Aaron O'Toole sink all of his money into politics and then lose? (laughs) Aaron O'Toole thinks that residential schools were a good thing. Yep, fuck that. My goal is to have. My goal for 2021 is to have his social media team block me on Twitter. I've called him a festering anus a few times. Well, he is. Look at his face. No, he super is. Making you think that anything could ever get in the way of that. I want to do better. And it will take time. But all I want for you is to find the same joy and happiness that you have given me. No matter where. I feel like if you're saying this at this point in your kid's life, like, I want you to have the same happiness you've given me, like, maybe you should have been, like, like really explicit with that. That's true, but I just... Sometimes shit's hard for people. (laughs) We'll have a conversation off the mic. (laughs) I'm still not over the fucking mom with the iPad photos, because, like, that is, like, the most mom move. It really is. (laughs) Dog has cat litter on her. She does. Yep. As we sit here watching the end of this very gay Christmas movie, we're like, "Mm, our dog definitely just ate her. I like you. I think you can win, too. I truly adore Anna Gasteyer. I think she is one of the more underrated SNL cast members. For our younger listeners, um, Anna Gasteyer is part of like the 90s golden era of Molly Shannon, Shara Terry, um, Tina Fey at the, at the end of her tenure, and she did an amazing Celine Dion <laughs> impression. 
There was the oh, it was the it was the Christmas thing where Molly Shannon did the Tory. It was impression. <laughs> it was amazing. Beautiful. So good. Also, she did Courtney Love, which was fantastic. So he turned down the the money and the big donor thing because oh my dad is queer and we're not gonna have a don't ask don't tell policy and blah. I'm like you could have just like not been a shitty white dude. It's true, but at least you did that. Found the cynic again. Um, I'm just like fuck this. Found the cynic again because I was like nah. I was like this is bullshit. But you know it took having a gay in the family to be like I'm gonna be less shitty, which I have said about several people in certain industries I'm associated with where it's like, oh, you are now less of a garbage heap because you have a gay in your family. Mmm. Cool. I fucking hate this Tegan and Sarah song. So even though this Tegan and Sarah song is not very good, it's in my head like every day. I cannot with it. Mind you, like a lot of my favorite Tegan and Sarah songs, like the really old demos, like Here I Am and like Living Room and then like, uh, Feeling my bones, so I was like, the dramatic Tegan songs basically are the ones I want. Oh, yeah. So Jane's doing a dramatic rating of her fantasy novel, yeah. and everybody's in the audience, and uh, very supportive. It's clearly like a year later because it's Christmas again, and there's an engagement ring, yep. which I didn't actually notice until this time. Somehow, even four up. viewings later, you realize they are actually fully engaged. <laughs> I love these like very like lovely fabulously dressed queers who are like here to get books signed. The street. I mean, if Tegan said were to write a Christmas song, this is how I would expect it to sound. I have so many photos of me very drunk with Tegan and Sarah when they did like small club tours. That's how old I am. And how Canadian you are. Yeah, I'm very Canadian. They played a club that no longer exists in Halifax because I'm pretty sure it got torn down. I got all my but God love them though for being the gayest thing to come to Canada besides Rita McNeil. <laughs> I feel like we could actually submit ourselves to CBC for a podcast because of our, fuck off. <laughs> because of how much Canadian content we give them. <laughs> I feel like if you give a Rita McNeil reference in a podcast, like you should be on CBC. I think so. Yeah. So that was happy season. Jesus. <laughs> so I said this on Twitter, like, I have been saying to Chloe, I want to do a series of, like, one-shot episodes about strong female characters, like Captain Marvel, Supergirl, you know, Alex Danvers. Yes, we will do Alex Danvers next. I, I would love to do Alex Danvers. <laughs> <laughs> we both would. <laughs> I mean, I feel like that's like if I get a pass, it's gonna be for Alex Danvers. <laughs> Not necessarily Kyla Lee, but Alex Danvers specifically. Uh, <laughs> You're never gonna get Kyler on this podcast. <laughs> Listen, I need to edit that out because I want to be a professional and I've got a podcast. Um, but no, I, I'm hoping that after we do our now bonus episode with commentary from our friend um, about Happy Season, we will actually discuss. Alex Danvers, because I, for some reason, around this time of year, I go back and rewatch Supergirl. I don't know why. Maybe it's because work is very quiet and I can have it on in the background. Um, so I'm hoping to do an episode about Alex Danvers, uh, Carol Danvers, Cara Danvers, Lena Luther. <laughs> There's a theme, clearly. Uh, and they're like, maybe like 20 minute episodes about like why we love them and why they're important and mm-hmm. why it's cool. Um, so we'll get to that maybe in the new year. Um, and sorry for pod dog snorting away in the background 
Now she's asleep. She's only like a year old. She's just out of being a puppy, yeah. and she's a uh, and she's a rescue, and she's just settling in. So she's a uh, lazy eighty percent of the time, and then the other twenty percent of the time she is a total. <laughs> she is just fun. Whirlwind. She's fun. Anyway, uh, thank you for listening. If you made it this far, uh, thank you again, Rachel, for the beer. This clearly fueled a lot of this. <laughs> And Rachel will hopefully be our guest on our bonus episode. Um, you can email us if you want to have thoughts read on the air about uh, Happy Season or Season of Love. Uh, we, or let it snow. Or, or let, it, let it snow. <laughs> <laughs> or the most recently released oh, a Christmas a setup. Christmas Because Fran Drescher, I'm like, we're supposed to believe she's not a Jewish mom. Because, like... It's She's pretty a Jewish mom. It's actually pretty cute. Though. It's pretty cute, yeah. Um, please talk to us about like your favorite dumbass holiday movies, because like I mean, Carol's a holiday movie. Mm-hmm. Batman Returns is a holiday movie. Die Hard's a holiday movie. Um, yeah, so WBB Podcast One at Gmail. Um, Instagram is WBB underscore Podcast. Same thing with Twitter. We will to see pictures of the cat and us and Pod Dog now. <laughs> and. Yeah, so hopefully next episode is going to be a bonus episode about this. And then Alex Danvers. With our friend and then Alex Danvers. Kyler Lee, like, you want to just just give us a call. It's fine. Um, and then we'll eventually back to Xena, but like we said, we're going to like factor in more pop culture stuff. Yeah. Anyway, thank you for listening, and we'll see you next time.